Live, Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast tonight, my partner in crime. They say his uh, name has been whispered in ancient cultures as the chosen one. I call him Ginge. Hello, big fella. Wake up, and on pots and pans. Thank you very much. The ch- what? The chosen one. Do you want me to do it really, mister? The chosen one. Like that. Does that sound all right? Um, Makes you sound mysterious. Because you are a bit of a man of mystery. As long as I'm like not... Not like the cat, like Neo from the Matrix. No, maybe maybe Matrix One. Not not the second. Maybe one. half of second two, really? but definitely not number three. Second two is that like is that a new description for the second movie? Second the two. second the second half of number two. Okay, you got to clarify. Yeah, that. The, the, the last half of part two. Right, fair enough. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, Matrix. Phenomenal. It'd be like to, it'd be fun to to fly and shit. Uh, it would, wouldn't it? Hmm. To be able to control your surroundings. You, yeah. is it, would you, if you were to have a superpower, would, mm-hmm. you, would it be flight or would you be something different if you were to have a superpower? Oh, I don't I'm just throwing this upon you. This is just, I'll pull this out of, you know, out of me, you know what. Um, maybe invisibility. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh-huh. So what, you can come and go on it. It'd be no good if you were trying to steal stuff because people would see you carrying out like bank bags and all that. But what if, you, what if the, your invisibility also attached to things you touch? Also, if you touch stuff, it turns. So if I up. if I touch that comic book over there, yeah, it disappears. With you, st- me. you steal a comic book, and, and, and the owner of Kaboom will whoop your ass and kick you in the in the bum. Um, I don't know. That's a cool, pretty cool power. I'd always said I'd like um, the the word, the power of the word, like Jesse Custer from Preacher. Yeah. So that if I said something, they had to do it. Yeah. So if I said to you, um, you cluck like a chicken and, and run around, <laughs> you would do it. Like you just you can be compelled well, to do it. My brain went to, to somewhere completely different. What am I saying? Well, what? I thought you were going to tell me to put a gun in my mouth and pull the trigger. <laughs> you ever read Preacher? No, I haven't. He tells a guy to go count um, every fucking grain of sand on that fucking beach, right? Wow. And old mate, literally, by the end of the series, it flashes back to him, I think, and his old mate's still counting. Wow. Sand, all that kind of thing. Yeah, no it, way. It's a big cool power. The, the word, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Mm. I'd love it. I'd it'd be cool. I'd be. I would. Be, I'll take over the world with yeah. the word. You're Speaking right of um, of stuff taking over things, how, what, what have you done this week? You've been busy, Beaver. <sighs> yeah, I. I tell you what. I, I'm, I'm trying to be upbeat and happy and shit. And <laughs> <laughs> be shit, hey? mate. I'm, Is that what you're trying to be? I'm fucking wrecked, man. Uh, but it's been a long. Like you've been working pretty long. Geek speak. Uh, for those who who don't follow our Facebook page, and you should. Um, Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV That's right, Saturday's just gone The first episode aired in Melbourne on C31 That is of correct Of the new eight uh, episode season of Geekspeak Live So essentially it was kind of filmed podcast But uh, PG'd up a bit because you've got to be PG to get on M'd It's M It's M'd Oh, it's M'd Yeah Okay, not PG Just in, just in case, because we, we were PG And yeah, we thought we'd better go M Just in case we had said Something alluding to sexual yeah, so it's, it's I don't know you put an M rating on But anyway, it's it's M. Uh, it's Ed, Saturday just gone in Melbourne. Uh, we'll be over the next couple of Saturdays, 10 p.m. in Melbourne. If you're a Melbourneite, yep. check out C31. It's airing in the next uh, week or so in Adelaide. Um, Sydney's following and then the two New Zealand stations as well. And then we will be putting those episodes on the YouTube page under um, Geekspeak Live. As well, indeed. Little, um, Playlist, isn't you, it? You can see us doing this podcast in visual not, form. Not this particular one. Well, not this particular one. Yeah, but unless there's hidden cameras around here, and if there um, is, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Because you know what? The, the, that's shocking footage on some of them, I really? swear. If there was. Clucking like a chicken. Clucking like a chicken. Yeah. yeah. Using mm. the word. Um, <laughs> right. But you have been busy, so we've sent those off. Yep. You've been doing the normal. We had a great episode go up last week, uh, Chuck, done by um, Steve, our yeah. host. Yeah. And uh, have you ever watched Chuck? I haven't. 
No. Did that doing that video well, and watching that video, I went. You know what? I probably if I ever get any spare time, maybe I'll try and check it out. You're gonna check it out. I'm heading along uh, tomorrow. I'm, I'm checking out uh, Die Hard, the new Die Hard. Yep. Yes, Die Hard Five. Getting mixed reviews. Some people said uh, Bruce Willis in it um, seems to be just kind of like it's almost like he's handing the torch over to a, mm, a new okay. kind of character. His son, a little bit. I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I guess. Well, it was only today I was thinking. I don't think I've watched Fast and Furious number two. Haven't you? Uh, uh, number four. Sorry. Isn't there five out? No, yeah, six coming out. Yeah, six is coming out in I've the seen, cinema. I've seen five in that. I've, yeah. I've not seen. I it don't think good. I've seen four, let alone five. Haven't you? No. You're behind the times. You well. Need to stop doing fucking TV shows. <laughs> no, but you think. You've got a legacy to leave behind. If you just sit there and watch DVDs all day, what legacy are you going to leave behind? I don't know. You'd be very relaxed. You might be, but you've, got, you've left nothing behind, Ginge. Apart from your arse imprint on the couch. No one wants to see that. No one. Um, having fun on the way out. You reckon? Mm. Speaking of fun, I went along and saw the incredible Burt Wonderstone last right. weekend. Right. Uh, Jim Carrey, Steve uh, Carell, and Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. Also, Olivia Wilde was in there. And Alan now, now, you said Jim Carrey first. Jim Carrey, yeah. Do, did you think that Jim Carrey was the biggest star in, in the movie? No. No? No. Actually, uh, there's a great chemistry between, and it's quite funny, between um, Olivia Wilde and, and Steve Carell. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Very, very, look, very, I gave it, um, out of Geek Speak rating, I gave it probably a four out of five. Yep. Um, some people have been a bit more harsh, didn't like it, but uh, I, I, I and, and, enjoyed it. I, I went in not expecting anything. I just went in expecting to watch a movie and enjoy it, and I did exactly that. From what I understand, well, people have been whinging that Steve Carell's character was an unlikable character. He's meant to be. That's the idea. Yeah, like what? Uh, I don't know. Well, I tell you what, Jim uh, Carrey's is a really unlikable character. He's really? a twat. Really? Yeah. He's doing his best like Chris Angel impersonation, isn't he? Uh, yeah, a little bit mix of those kind of guys. Chris Angel, yeah. uh, David, is it David Blaine? Um, okay. Who else is there? There's another guy in, in London. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who, who was walking on water and all that kind of stuff. Don't know. One of them street, like a street magician turned yep. star, and that's what he is. Turned it? Vegas showgirl. No, he's trying to become a Vegas guy. But there are some generally laugh-out-loud moments. In yeah? It. Yeah. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, four out of five Geekspeak rating for the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Cool, very cool. What I am heading along to, and two of our uh, writers for Geekspeak, uh, mm-hmm. Tennille and Candice, headed along this week to the premiere of Jack the Giant Killer. Now, they both loved it. Said Nicholas Hult was really good in it, as was Ewan McGregor, uh, as we know him, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Save me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um... <laughs> And also, Ian McShane's in it. Now, when I say Ian McShane, you kind of give me that look as like, who? Did you ever watch Deadwood? No. no. Do you know who I say, who I am talking about when I say Swearigen from Deadwood? No. God, you're a worry. Anyway, those I was out too busy who've... editing Geekspeak to, to watch Deadwood. De- Deadwood's been out for years. Geekspeak wasn't even around when Deadwood wow. was out. Wow. Um, really good show, actually, by the way. HBO series. Never finished. That was really sad. Sons of bitches. Ian McShane played like the the the, bark, the innkeeper yep. um, and, and kind of local be all end all called um, Al Swearigen. Mm-hmm. Really rough, vicious kind of man. Swearigen. Swearigen. Al Swearigen. Because he swore a lot. No, that was his name. His Swearigen. real name. Yes. I don't know. I didn't write the fucking show, Jim. Okay, okay. Anyway, um, he's gone on. He's in a lot of different movies. He was in The Seeker and all that as well. Um, but really was, good actor. Wasn't, wasn't he um, in. Uh uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies as yes, Blackbeard? Yes, that's him. Yes. Okay. So you do know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. He's in it as well. He plays a king in it and all that. But anyway, um, I'm popping along to check it out next week. Um, I'm be- I've been told to see it in 3D. 
So really, yeah, yeah. Who but, told you to do that? Uh, I've had a few people tell me see, it's 3D. because because the uh, the girl said that the only times they ever saw three D was um, was in the GI Joe trailer before. Oh, really? Okay. Well, there you are. so we're getting mixed reviews. So I'll go along, make up my own mind, and then I'll bitch and moan if I've had to pay extra money to see it in three D and it's not worth it. Well, you know, Brian Singer's <laughs> behind it too, man. His track record hasn't been that good lately. He's the director, isn't he? Yeah. 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 He hasn't been that good lately. Have you seen the trailer for it. Jack the Giant Killer? No. Looks good. Looks good. Yeah. But I'm into those Is it Giant movies. Killer or Giant Slayer? Giant, it might be Jack the Giant Slayer. Slayer Killer or the same bloody thing? I don't know. But anyway, um, the girls loved it. I, what did they give it? You don't know off the top of your four head? Four out of five, I think. They gave it four out of five? Yeah. That's a pretty good rating. But they said save your money, don't worry about going to see it in 3D. Right. Well, there you go. So that's the advice from the two girls. Uh, guys, I'll tell you if I see it in 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's any good, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. There you go. How's that sound? Compromise? Sounds all right. Hey, how, you gonna, how are you going to go watch it with, in 3D with your iPhobia? With my what? Your iPhobia. I can still watch 3D movies yet. Too sure? Really? Sunglasses, yeah. those, those glasses are very they close to your eyes. No, oh, don't you start. It, it uh, might, it uh, might, got, it yeah, might touch your eyelashes. Shut up. I've had a few comments about the iPhobia. The people are coming in going, really? you got an iPhobia? And then doing the eye thing at me. I'm like, really? I it. <laughs> and I'm blaming you for it. That's what I'm doing. I'm blaming you. Hey, hey, if I had a phobia, I, I'd... I'd I'm, you've got a full phobia on, somewhere. I'm going to start I'd talking to your missus and it, find out. I'd full on tell, tell you I'm right here on the recording stuff and see what you dream of of an iTunes if there's something you scream no. out or... No, I don't. You know? It could be something no. like, you know, you might be scared of Sesame Street for all I know. No. Big Bird might really... No. He, he upsets your brother though, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, was a, there, was a, there was a Sesame Street movie years and years ago. This is that would be 20 years ago now. Yeah. And there was once it's it's where Big Bird gets kidnapped or something. I've never seen. And it. there's this one scene in it where them they've kidnapped Big Bird, put him in this cage in a circus, and make him sing. Yeah. And there's like this blue light shining on him, and he's singing this really sad song. And every time my brother used to watch that movie, he used to ball his eyes out like a really? little bitch. He did, oh. and so much so. He'd get so worked up that mum and dad actually forbid him from seeing that. They had to mo- ban that, the movie. Yeah, ban in, the in movie. In your house. Yeah. That's pretty sad. Because he used to get so worked up. G'day to your brother Miles. Yeah. You, you big bloody sook. Yeah. Bit um, of concrete hard in the fuck up. I had a chance to finally catch up on Flight. I saw the Denzel Washington yeah. movie, Flight. This, this is something I really want to see this movie. Uh, not bad. It oh, like, really I enjoyed good. It. Once again, I've, I've, I've heard mixed reviews since. But yeah, some yeah. people say it was like a... Um, TV movie to a lot of people. Really? Thought, oh, yeah, I watched it going, no, I thought it was really How, how, how did they think it was a TV movie? Oh, I don't know. Just, maybe they were expecting more. This is the thing. People have these big expectations today, and they walk out of a movie going, oh, I didn't live up to expectations. I'm like, well, don't go in with expectations. Yeah. Just go along and enjoy a movie for what it is. It's an escape from reality. You know what I mean? Like, I, mm, so I enjoyed it. I, I finally caught that. Because there wasn't um, enough action? There was too much talking? In the start of it, there's a lot of action because he flies a fucking plane upside, upside down. down yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And um, hello, we've got a soundtrack. Uh, some uh, people driving by with their <laughs> music. you got to love that. We are in the Garden City, of course. Um, <laughs> drive off a cliff, you loud bastard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a vo- the, vo- the voice tells you so. <laughs> the voice compels you. Um, what was I saying? The plane, he flips the plane. He invert, uh, what he, they call inverts the plane yeah. to slow altitude. So he flies it upside down yep. and then flicks it back around so he can land it in the thing. And, yeah. and they go, we've put it through the simulator, had all these things. These try, other pilots try and no, do it. Every, no one could walk away. Yep. Like, and out of the whole thing, like the story is he cr- crashes. Yep. Um, six people die, including two, two um, flight crew. Yeah. Um, and they start investigating, and he's trying to cover up his drinking problem. He, he's got a drinking and drug problem. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't want to ruin it for people, so I won't say the ending, but, yeah, like he's the whole time he's trying to cover up 
Or, okay. you know, so he doesn't get because essentially he, he would face like a long time yeah, in prison. Yeah, because you're not allowed to have any Anything, drug or alcohol yeah, in when your you're, system. When you're flying, yeah, but you know, really good. And it's um, it's got a few actors. John Goodman's in it. Yeah, John Goodman's like his drug dealer, <laughs> and he's funny. He's got this kind of is like, like a his drug dealer, or is his drug he dealer? is his drug dealer? Yeah, and uh, yeah, really, he plays Don Cheadle is his lawyer. Yeah, in it and. Um, there's Very a, cool. There is a scene in there where they have to they have to wake him up because he's gone on a bender in a hotel room and he's yeah, meant yeah. to be dry. Yep. And so um, he's got like a to testify the next morning. Yeah. So they go in and they like because he he busted into the room next because they'd taken his mini bar out of the fridge and put it all like healthy stuff <laughs> and he busted into the room next door and drunk all the mini bar there and had a bender. Yep. Anyways, crack, crack but mind head. you, how much of a bender could you have oh, on no, those fridge, mini bottles? Oh no, it was a fridge chock full of them. Like, oh, was it? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. You'd, I'd have a fucking bender. Um, wow. Heaven. Uh, I so, tell so, you what, though, I'd hate to pay for it because you've seen one mini bar alcohol. I was worth. just about to say, it'd have to be a high market buddy, uh, uh, hotel because the hotels I've stayed in, those bottles aren't that very big that really? you get drunk. Um, anyway, so they find him, they're like, what are we going to do? And um, they're like, we're going to have to get, you know, call in his, his dealer, essentially, and yeah. they get cocaine into him because that's what they do. And it is, a, it's apparently a true thing. If you have a big bender and all that kind of thing, rock mm-hmm. stars do it if they're really hung over and stuffed. Yeah. Snort a line of coke and it straightens you up, puts you back on, like gives you awareness and everything else so you can get Shit. through the thing. So they come in <laughs> and I'll make guys touch his bag and he's like, don't touch the merchandise, son. You know, and he gets out and he puts a thing. He's like, come on, who's your banana boat? Where's the banana boat? And he gets him to snort it and, and he oh comes good. Anyway, and he does a line with him and he, and he goes off to have a shower at Denzel Washington. And John Goodman turns and goes, okay, gentlemen, who's paying for this? You know, and <laughs> the lawyer's got to hand out the cash, but he gives it to the other guy to pay him because I guess he can't be seen. Can't, buying you can't, drugs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, really, like, really cool, really well done movie. So I, I would honestly give it probably a 4.5. Yeah. Out of, uh, yeah, 4.5, four, four and a half out of five. And, uh, and, um, and, uh, Oh, jeez. Robert Zemeckis directed it. Did he? Yeah. I didn't know that, but yeah, very, very well directed. Very good, well shot, beautiful movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially the stuff with the, the airplane and all that. Yeah. Really well done. So, Flight, if you haven't seen it, grab it, check it out. Awesome. Can't really, wait. Really good. Can't wait. I want to talk comics. Okay. Because um, I've read a few this week. Comic time. Brand new releases. i tell you what, uh, first thing I, I checked out, I was actually dropping this off my list. Justice League, of, uh, regular, just Justice League, up yep. to issue 18, came out this week. Um, and I, up until now, you've think it's a bit uh, poo. Parts of it. Look, the best part is actually the backup story. Gary Frank, uh, Gary Frank drawing, and, and Jeff Johns doing the writing, uh, which was the B- Billy Batson Shazam okay, yeah, yeah, storyline. Yeah. Yep. Really good. Can't wait for him to collect that as a graphic novel. Cool. What I um, what, look, this one is uh, Jesus Saez. 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 Um, is the artist on this one because they've had uh, Ed Benes has been on there and, and Jim Lee and, and every man his dog's been. Uh, so this this issue is by, by uh, Jesus Sayers, mm-hmm. um, written by Jeff Johns, and I've got to be honest with you, like the artwork's not bad or anything like that, but Jeff Johns' story just didn't grab me. It, it's all right, but it just didn't. Grab is, me. It, is it a step in the right direction uh, from previous issues, or is this no? The, I tell you what, it's it's still on the chopping block. Is this the nail the nail in the coffin to say no? I'll give it. I'll give it another issue. One and, more. Uh, I'll, give it, I'll give it to nineteen. If, it, if I'm not enjoying it, I'll be dropping it because um, in this issue they open up a bit of a like they do a recruitment drive a little bit. Get a few of them up on the on space the station. satellite, yeah, uh, space station, whatever you want to call it. And they get like blue. And, and I've got to be honest. Have a look at that. They've given Blue Devil a bit of a makeover in the new Fifty Two. It looks, oh, it looks okay. a bit more wicked. Actually, it doesn't look as. It's kind of got a bit a bit more of a Hellboy sort of look about it, doesn't it? More angular of. sort of. Yeah, I like. It. He's got the goatee and everything. They've got um, Black Lightning in there, and but the thing that really struck me is uh, Zatanna, and I don't really like the way she's dressed. She's just dressed like a Vegas showgirl, 
There she is there. She stylish lover with the top hat. Oh my and gosh, tails. that looks terrible. It does. Do you remember the top hat and tails? Pass me that comic, man. She used to have. She's got a grey uh, corset on, and, and that's about it. And that's that. Yeah, and that is yeah. That that's her costume. I'm not. I'm not liking the Zatanna costume in the New Fifty Two. Mind you, I wouldn't mind seeing people dressed up in her costume at, uh, in cosplay. But you wouldn't know it was Zatanna. You, you just think, oh, are you just a show. Uh, Whereas classic Zatanna, top, like the yeah. top and tails with the top hat and everything else. Yeah, you know, and, the and you'd be able to tell. You'd be able to tell who she was. Anyway, so there you go. I'm actually. I'm, I'm rating that. This is going to sound really. And, and the only reason it gets this rating is because of Gary Frank's work on the Shazam backup. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Wow. Yeah, I'm really disappointed with Justice League. Jeff Johns, great writer, but that one, there's just, that series, starting to... Do you, think, do you think he's doing too much, too many uh, stories? Yeah, and I this think is, so. this is it's And uh, this is suffering because of it. Redeeming factor for DC this week, the launch of Constantine. Yes. Number one, now he's come across into the regular DC universe. Now, this, this, um, this is a step in the uh, interesting direction for DC. irked a lot of people off because um, Hellblazer had dedicated fans. Yeah, yeah. Issue th- they canned it with issue 300. I, I never read it as a, as a monthly. I've read some of the graphic novels of mm-hmm. Hellblazer, mm-hmm. and I liked it. Uh, Marcelo Frusian was uh, doing the artwork, I think, on one run that I just loved. Fell yep. love. Freezes Over was one of his stories. And I know people, people, people that were fans of Hellblazer were not fans of the movie, but I say, the you know Constantine. what? I enjoyed the movie Constantine Look, yeah, but you as, know, a movie, as a movie because I, I could separate it from the comic. As a guy who's read, who had read the graphic novels yep. and followed John Constantine and that, um, I enjoyed it as a movie, but I was like, they shouldn't have called it Constantine. It could have been called anything, you yes. Know? And, and, and Keanu Reeves did look nothing like John Constantine mm. at all. At all. Yeah. It could have been any, like, just called it anything else other than that. Anyway, um, I digress. Constantine, number one, hit the shelves this week by Jeff Lemire and Ray Fawkes, right? Now, Jeff Lemire had done Sweet Tooth through Vertigo. I'd mm-hmm. read that. I didn't okay. mind Sweet Tooth. thought it was pretty good. The artwork by uh, Ray Fawkes in this, I actually like the style. I really do like his style. It's, it's a mix of kind of it, – it's clear, but it's, it's got a certain grittiness to it. Yeah. And it shows the magical elements, I thought, pretty good. Um, and everyone was it's like, It's not oh. very dark, though, is it? No, but the, 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 the images needs, aren't really dark. It needs to be really dark. Yeah. Like, that's plain a stereotype for me. Everyone goes, Oh, you know, they won't have him, they won't show him smoking in the regular DC. Second page in, he lights up a fag. Look at that. So, and I mean, a cigarette, and we're not being discriminatory. Because <laughs> that word can be misconstrued, apparently. Hey? What? Nothing. You stopped. You just got a couple of. You said that. Oh, I was actually going to say, and he also lights up a cigarette. Yeah. But I thought, no, <laughs> probably would not say that. We, I apologise to any uh, fans who may be offended by that. You do, can send your hate mail to Ginge. Do you want to go back and edit that stuff out? No, you okay. can leave it. Um, there you go. So the second page in, he lights up a cigarette. Yeah. So those fears were unfounded. Story-wise, Jeff Lemire, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Picked it up cold today and went, oh, I'm going to grab Constantine number one. Loved it. Thought the art style was really, really good. And it's setting up straight away. It's got me hooked that I want to read another issue. I want to keep going with it. Um, All right, I'm going to open this up and have a little look at it. Yeah. It's... Um, what? You, you always... You stumble like this. Like, I, uh, can I just say that it's kind of... The line work yeah. is almost Rob Liefeld. No, it's not. Where, so in the faces, from? like line work. You reckon? I'm looking at uh, a little bit, a, a little few pages in. That actually, that that artwork there looks a little bit. Um, it's, it's John Romita Junior. It's, it's got, it's got a little bit, but it's got a little bit of a tint. Yeah, Rob Liefeld I'm in say it. you're crazy. Uh, that although, there, although I do notice that he does know how to draw feet. Yeah, so he does. So it's he not, does yeah. eclipse. He's not Rob, a Rob Liefeld disciple. Yeah. Um, out of uh, Geekspeak rating out of five, Constantine number one, I'm, I'm going with a 4.5. Mm-hmm. Really liked it. I'm going wow. to be picking up further issues. Very cool. But my pick of the week. Can I get a drum roll, Ginge? 
Pick of the week for me this week. The Swap camps. I have. I've gone Marvel for the week. Um, Gibbsy will be so so proud of me. Superior Spider-Man number six by Dan Slott and Humberto Ramos. Um, Loving this one. Mate, this is honestly uh, Doc Ock obviously running around in the body of Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. Such a different Spidey. Really conceited, up himself. Um in a previous previous issue, had actually killed one of the perps, uh, killed a perp. Wow! Right? And there's a, a, a section in this where the Avengers are kind of like, um, what's going? The, the, you know, something wrong with Spidey. He never kills his his foes or anything else. And, yeah. and they're all kind of like, we need to intervene. We need to do this. And we Wolver- need to have an intervention. Wolverine essentially kind of goes, um, we've all got blood on blood on our hands. Let's just wait and see what pans out. Yeah. By the end of the issue, Wolverine turns to the rest of the Avengers and goes, we've got to step in and shut this guy down. They are all starting to click that something's not right. Right. Okay. okay. But in it, really cool, um, these two bad guys, I don't know whether they've ever been in there before. Um, I'm just trying to find their names. because uh, The uh, Jester and, oh, God, I can't Screwball and Jester, right, are the two villains in it. And what they're doing is they do pranks and then they have it uploaded straight away. They wear helmet cams and all this and uploading it to the net and getting big hits, making fools of people, including J. Jonah Jameson. They mm-hmm. pie him in the face and strip him down to his boxer shorts on right. the steps when he's in the middle of a press conference, right? So Spider, uh, he contacts Spider-Man and he goes, I want you to take these guys down. He's really sucking up Spidey. Okay. So Spidey goes to take him down and they... Uh, he catches them, right? And they punk him by hitting him in the balls <laughs> with the thing, right? And it's filmed. And you see, like, it flashes to everyone kind of watching it. Ooh, ah, you know, that's got to hurt and everything yeah. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, I'm giving you fair warning. Go away, read it, and come back if you want to listen to this. Um, he goes berserk and beats the shit out of them yeah. nearly to death, yeah. right? And that is it. Flashes back to the to a panel there, and, and Wolverine's like, "Yep, now we've got to step in and, and do something." Like okay. they're all starting to twig, and uh, yeah, because because Doc Ock is definitely off the leash. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Um, really, really bloody good. Like as I say, really enjoying it. Humberto Ramos is art. Just that artwork is amazing. Spidey. Yeah, have a, look, have a look at his Spider Man. How look? That's where he gets shot in the, in, the, in the balls. Right, look at that. <laughs> that is a classic. I, you know, I'd love to have that framed and put up. <laughs> really? Yeah, just show Gibbsy. Just go. <laughs> Spider-Man That's Spider-Man copped it in the nuts. But have, just have a look at it. Like the it's, way it's very dynamic, isn't it? Even yeah. his villain. Like look at um, Screwball and Jester there. Like the way he draws it. Yeah. Just freaking awesome. His Spidey is... A very very cinematic, very dynamic Honestly, angles. The, the best Spidey stuff I've seen in years. I love it. Look at that. Look at that there. Anyway, fantastic. That's my comic. That one there... I'm, Did I'm, Spider-Man just tap the logo on his chest? Yeah, he's done so. He's improved things. Right. Uh, Doc Ock. He's improved little bits and pieces of okay. Spidey's arsenal. Um, honestly, Sp- Superior Spider-Man, number six. If I could get five and a half out of um, five, I would. Right, It's that good. So it's getting a five out of five from me. Kickspeaker rating. There you go. All right, Steve week. Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Thought it was fantastic. Great. That's awesome. Very cool. It's been a big week for those uh, for those new issues. I'll tell you what, as a trade just came into stock this week from Dark Horse Comics, yep. RIPD, Ripped. We mentioned it last year in a... Um, we did in indeed. We did indeed. It's just coming to stock. I'll be checking that out in the next week or so and let you know what it's like because it looks really, really cool. Also new this week, Batman The City of Owls, which is essentially Batman Volume 2. Now, here's the sneaky part that DC did. Mm-hmm. They released Night of the Owls in hardcover a couple of weeks ago. Can you yep. remember me talking about that? It covers Batman eight issues 8 and 9 
and a bunch of the tie-in issues like Nightwing 8 and 9, okay, Red yeah, Hood yeah. 8 and 9. So yep. essentially the crossover of, of the Night of the Owls. Oh, good. Court, uh, sorry, the City of the Owls, which is technically Batman Volume 2, covers issues 8 to 12 plus the annual. Oh, so okay. if you're a Bat fan and you're buying the hardcovers, you're essentially ah. doubling up on Batman 8 and 9 and the annual because the annual's also in uh, Night of the Owls. Yep. So DC, you sneaky bastards... <laughs> Right? You're making people, if you're a diehard, and, and already I've had customers come in, they go, oh, well, I'm going to have to buy it because it's got issues I need. Yeah, They, yeah. they want they want it to get the story, yeah, yeah. But essentially they're paying for a hardcover and they're getting three issues, eight, nine in the annual, that they've already bought in um, Night of the Owls. So, mind, mind you, from a from a story you told me this week about Requiem, that yeah, the, re, uh, the, the, the logo was off. on? Red Hood, 18. I had a Requiem uh, thing. Logo on the, on the front cover, on the yeah. Front, right, and everyone thought, okay, it's, it's uh, Part a Part of the story, yeah. Not once does it even deal with uh, Damien as Robin in, in the issue, apparently. And a lot of fans were kind of like, you cheap bastards, DC. You just made us buy a comic because we yeah. thought we were getting the whole Requiem storyline. Yep. Had nothing to do with the storyline. Wow. So not happy Jan, some of the DC people. That's... That... Uh... Yeah, that, 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 that's a... Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, DC have had some other problems this week. Andy Diggle was lined up to uh, to work on, I think it was Action Comics, mm-hmm. and turned around walked off the book. And I did see this th- in, yeah. in the reports there's this week. There's another yeah. guy, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Sorry, I don't have it with me. Uh, he'd signed on to do some Green Lantern books. Mm-hmm. He has walked off as well. They're not sure how many books he's already written that will come out with his stuff, but he, wow. he kind of walked away. The reason being, DC creators are starting to get a little bit cranky too much editorial uh, control, as wow. in like editors coming in and going, no, no, cut no, that, cut change that. this, change this, change this. And the writers are starting to get their back up a little bit because apparently they're all like, no, come on, do your story. You yeah, can, that's you, fantastic. Yeah, there'll be no writers, editorial control whatsoever. Yeah, these writers don't go in cold. They pitch an idea to an editor. Yeah. It goes up the chain and then it gets approved and boom, there you go. Yep. The editor's job is there to make sure it comes in on time, sticks roughly to the guideline that they pitch, this, yeah, that, and yeah. other. They make small changes. Mm. Apparently... That's not happening. These guys are doing, like, just stepping in the editors like little Nazis and writers Completely are Completely cha- changing. Yeah, so wow. if DC doesn't change, they may lose more of their top <sighs> writers yet. That's, it's not the right way to do it, is it? You know, if you want to have the best people on your books... If you're hiring someone like Andy Diggle to write um, action comics, there's a reason. He put yeah. in a good pitch. You obviously loved his pitch. Yeah. Let him write the fucking thing. Yeah. You know? And if you do something you don't like... It's not like if he kills him, you can't bring him back. I wonder if it's that case, though. I've heard it before in the industry. Um, it happened years ago in like the 90s and that as well, where some of these editors were fail writers. Some of them weren't good enough to be a, a proper comic writer. Yeah, and so yeah. they were frustrated writers, and they used to take their frustrations out on good creators because they were kind of like, well, I can't do what you're doing, but I can fuck you over. Yeah. wonder if that's come around again, whether these guys are... I don't know, man. I, you know... We- it does get to a point where you see in organisations people uh, get into those high up positions, and they don't have you know the chops, the skills that they should they have fall, to they, have they, in they those fall positions. Into it sometimes, yeah, yeah, we know someone in Brisbane. Who fell you know, into it, it like just that. seems like the person, <laughs> the person above you, either kicks the bucket or is has left in some capacity. Sometimes it's that last man standing when everyone yeah. else has jumped off the sinking ship. That's right, the last and, and, and and you're looking around and you're going, "Fuck the." The band on the Titanic have already jumped off. <laughs> I'm the only bastard here. All right, I'll take the job. Yeah. You know, I've seen that in many jobs and many places I've been to. Yeah. And sadly, I am the last man standing when it comes to my <laughs> job. I'm the only man. Well, you know, it's, it, it's, it probably wouldn't be 
unheard of in this position here too. Yeah, but then it'd it be it if I was on the top. Well, you would think Dan Dio would have the chops to be it's, able to see. It's just really that fucking happen. sad because Andy Diggle, top. Have you ever read, like um, Green Arrow Year One? Was just amazing. Yeah. Uh, his work on on that, and I loved it. So I was I was looking forward to him doing um, doing action. I'm just having a look because I think there was a little. Uh, no, not that one. Might have been just. And like you say, there is a reason why you would get those people on there because you, you like the the way of his top his work for a reason. He, he's. He's done stories before. You know what quality to get. Here you go. Um, Now, this is... uh, They're advertising in the back of the current issue of Justice League. They're advertising the new creative team on Action Comics. Okay. They've got Andy Diggle. That's right. Tony S. Daniels now stepped in to write. So they've they've put that in there straight away. Um, He's the guy taking over Andy Diggle's writing spot. But obviously, they're keeping Andy Diggle's name on it for the the first issue Have a look at that artwork right now. That's that's a new guy called Matt Benning um, doing some of that artwork there. How sweet does Superman look? That's probably the best he's looked in the whole 52 relaunch. Oh, yeah. Um, if you haven't, like, folks, we might have to try and find it and put a link up next week to some of the artwork from it. Just looks sweet. So do yourself a favour. Even though Andy Diggle's not going to be on it long, uh, make sure you check out uh, Action Comics very, very soon. It's kicking off in the next, I think, issue 19 or 20 is Andy Diggle on board. So you want to check it on out from DC Comics. Do you think the colouring, the uh, DC has told the colourists to push the blue and red more towards the suit? From the movie? For the new movie, because the, the right. blue and red is is a darker colour, more muted than than it has been in previous issues. Suits it though, doesn't it? It does. It looks really good. I'm loving it. But as I say, that's probably the best suits. As lo- actually, some of that there might be Tony Daniel actually doing some of the line work there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that pit, that image there looks very Tony, looks nice. Tony Daniel-ish. You know what? Love him as an artist, Tony Daniel. He did a run on, on, on uh, Batman and, and Detective and that mm-hmm. um, in the last couple of years. Really, really good. When he tried his hand at writing with Detective in the, in the New 52 Reynolds, yep. he's not much of a writer, I'll be honest. He's a, he's a great artist. He's one of them guys trying to do a Todd McFarlane, trying to do a Dave Finch. Uh, you know what? Stick to drawing. Don't yeah. try and be a writer. Don't be an all-rounder. Hey, know, know, know your talent. Go off and do it independent if, you, if you've got a story to tell. Go, yeah. and, go and do something for Image like, um, you know, like a lot of them have. Yeah, yeah. But when you come to the big boy thing, if you're really good as an artist... Don't try and, and write the book as well. Dave Finch failed. They had to get someone else in to help uh, mm. co-write with him because he couldn't keep up schedule. Yeah, and, co- and to be honest, some of Dave of Finch's scripts were just fucking atrocious. <laughs> um, I love his artwork still. Although Justice League of America number one, a little bit scratchy. Yeah, so, yeah, I wasn't. Okay. So it wasn't as fussed there. Uh, there you go. That's some comic stuff for you this week. Very, very cool. Hope the comic fans are happy. Didn't get. I, I barely played uh, Sim City this week. Barely yeah. touched it. I'm over it already. New Sim City. You're not fight. happy with it. Were, were, were the uh, were the uh, server problems affected you uh, early in the week? Yeah. Uh, like I say, I tuned in yesterday for a, had a quick play, but didn't last long on no. there. Didn't get booted off, thankfully, for the servers. But uh, Maxis and EA Games gave us a free game. Wow! Popped up uh, on your Origin thing. Uh, Pick which game you want. There was a bunch of them. There was Medal of Honor, um, the original Sim- well, SimCity 4, I should say, the Deluxe Edition. Cool. Um, there was a couple of other, like Need for Speed, all that kind of thing. You know what I chose? What did you choose? Plants vs. Zombies. Because <laughs> it looked funky. And everyone, I've heard people say good things about it, so I chose Plants. I haven't played it yet, but I, my free on the, game. On, on the computer or on yeah, the iPhone? No, no, on the computer. Okay. You had to redeem it on the, or through your Origin account on the computer. All right. Yep. Yeah. So I, um, I got Plants vs. Zombies. I might play that and let you know next week. All right. Sounds good. Okay. What are you? Why are you looking at me like that? Hey, I'm, not, I'm not looking at you in any way. I'm you looking are. at Garfield. Now you look. You're not even looking at me at all now. Mm. Why did I choose the wrong game? No. I thought about getting Medal of Honor, but then I thought no. No, dude. Not on a computer. I need to play that on a console. Well, um, no, I, I reckon computer's the way to go with Medal of Honor. You reckon? Yeah, because the uh, joystick is no, no good 
for for games like that. I can't do the 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 what are you arrow keys and all that. Yeah, oh, I it's easy. It. Man. No, I can't do it. I've never no. been able to get used to it. No, it, it'll be easy. Don't do it the way the other bastards do it, where they do W X Y Z to go up and down and side to side. No, no, no. Push your keyboard to the side and use the the number tab over the other side. Really? You know why? Why? Because the big, you know, the really big enter button. Yeah. Use that as the jump. And that's where your thumb is, right there. Oh, really? Yeah. And you're all, a, you're a, an old PC gamer I'm, from I'm, way back. I'm, I'm, I'm an old gamer from way back. And it, it was only recently someone was talking to me about Medal of Honor. And I was... I, uh, I, I actually had a flashback, right? And I... I I thought I must have been actually there in Europe when it was rain because there was a scene there where <laughs> there. <laughs> this is sounding far fetched. It, it was so vivid in my memory, and I thought I was actually there because there's there's a map there where it is raining. There's a sniper in the clock tower, and you've got to try and take him out. And I must have been so entrenched in this game that I actually it melded in my mind. I thought. I, I remembered it as though I was actually there. Really? And then you didn't I went see a doctor about and that. And then I thought, that was a fucking game, you idiot. And I thought, no, but I was wet and shit. I'm sure I was wet. And I was in the Oh, hang on. Yeah, it was a game. You're a twat. It was I must have been really uh, in the game. You were into it. You were into it, sir. I'm pretty sure you're into some drugs as well, by the sounds of you. At the at the end of the of of, of Medal of Honor, yep. you you have to run out of this train as it's exploding. Yep. And I, I the first time I tried to do it, I, the the train kept on exploding around me because I was trying to pick off guys, shoot shoot them as I'm trying to run through the end of the train. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, fuck this. And I just ran through the centre of the train all the way to the end of the train. Yeah. Getting shot no, all the way. No, getting shot all the way, but but managed to get out of it and the train exploded and I went, eh, that was an easy way to finish the game. So you took a couple of bullets to... Yeah. Hey, took took one uh, took three or four yeah. for the team. He took a shot in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 took, took it for the team, but yeah. Good stuff. I haven't played Medal of Honor in years, yeah. honestly. I just, yeah. We we used to have the land gaming uh, business where we would have the eight, 12 computers set yep. up where you could come and play against your mates on a Friday night. And I remember playing games and you were so, for so long, like an hour yep. for one game. And at the end of it, you would be just, just absolutely exhausted because... Yep. You're listening so intently. See, You're dude, so I, I was concentrating console. on it. Um, me and the brother-in-law. Uh, no, but see, console doesn't work because you can see where the other guy is by looking down. No, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Um, <laughs> anyway, we used to console and, and uh, we'd be over at uh, his place. Yep. Him, my sister's place. And he had a giant frigging TV. He yeah. did a massive TV. And what we'd do is him and I would play Medal of Honor together and stuff like that. And um, my sister used to get the shits. She'd yeah. be like... It's one in the morning. Yeah, yeah, we'll only play for a little bit longer. We, we would have been playing since 7 o'clock that night. We would have gone out, got tea, sat around the, t- the, the table in the dining room, been mm-hmm. all nice. And as soon as dinner was finished, Sam and I would look at one another and go, oh, and he'd go, babe, I think we might play some games. Todd, Todd and I might play some games. Okay, but don't be on there all night. I'd end up crashing the night on their couch because yeah. it would be like 3 o'clock in the morning before we finally got yeah. off the yeah. game. Uh, we would just play and play and play and just, yeah, until you, literally your eyes were just... Yeah, you know how you go and your eyes are burning. Oh yeah, I've yeah. been there before. Yeah. yeah, and so, but it was fun. I just, mm. just I, and I haven't played like that in years. So, we well, him and I used to play two rock against one another. You yeah. do the verses in two rock. Yeah, he was a cheating motherfucker. But um, yeah, because he could just look up and see where you were hiding in the map. 
You can't not do always. that when you're on. But you can't. You, you, we used to play. We used to. Multi- you, you're telling me you never looked to the other side of the, to yeah, below yeah, the screen you, you or did, above but the you screen. Didn't, it didn't. You, you're underselling it. Um, <laughs> we used to play Red Faction. We used to multitap there'd be four of us because you remember the size. He had a massive. He had a huge TV. TV yeah. Um, we, his brother would come over with a mate, and we'd, we'd multi-tap, and we'd have the four of us playing. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be split, the screen would be split in two, and it'd be Sam and I on one screen, like one side of the screen. Yep. We could see work as a team, and yeah, then yep. them on the other. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it was awesome. Yeah, you'd play Red Faction for ages. <sighs> oh, the, the, old days, the good old days of gaming. I'm, I'm just going to bring up Counter Strike and just leave it there. I'll have to just find a Darren Close from Killaroo and Oz Comics posted up a link to a YouTube video. Uh, I think it was called The King of Kong this week. Now, I had a quiet, yeah. I had a quiet afternoon one day through the week, so I'm going to watch this on YouTube. The whole movie's up. It's an hour and, hour and a half, or just under an hour and a half. Um, I'm going to have to check this out because I saw I saw when it was honestly, released a couple of years ago. I thought, it was, I thought it was going to be real cheap by the look of it. Yeah. And it flashes between like footage from the 80s and then, like I think it was 2005 it was shot yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And it chronicles like you know the height of the, the arcade game yep. and, and the, the records being set. And it follows this guy. He was the, the, the world record holder from back in the 80s right through until like 2000 and something. Mm-hmm. And he had guys challenge him, but he always stayed on top. And this guy thinks he's gone. He's got the he's still like in two thousand five he's got the the long Jesus like hair and this beard and everything else and he thinks he's top shit. Yeah. Like you know, I'm a I'm a business owner. This, he runs a fucking restaurant down in Florida or somewhere like that. Um Has with it, his parents. And he's he's ba- he's he's banked on his, his publicity. His publicity like essentially, yeah. Like I'm a star of the arcade game. You're like, dude, most people forgot that fucking arcade games existed. Mm. Anyway, it follows this guy who um had a challenge. Like he lost his job and everything else, started playing Kong and essentially like filmed himself, doing looked on the net and went, Oh, there's all these records, you film yourself, you send it in and you, I'll have a crack and cause I'm pretty good at gaming. Oh, I'm not too bad on Donkey Kong, he, yeah. He essentially beat the record yep. and then they turn around and went, oh no 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 we think your machine's been tampered with and, and it was this conspiracy this guy from the 80s who was uh, the other guy's rival because he'd bought the, the game board off this guy okay. like, had to go in the back of the arcade thing yep, yeah, oh yeah. it's been tampered it's probably been tampered with because it came from him and, and you're like you're sitting there watching it kind of going oh this is so cheesy like it's you know but, yeah. but they believe themselves so okay. much yep. so they said oh we're not going to recognise your uh, the, record the, the high, a high score yeah yeah so they said if you want to do it you've got to come and play in public so this guy you know kind of went well fuck it I'll, give, I'll walk away and his family went no no no, no. go look, organise it go and play it in public at a registered machine yep. and prove them wrong so he did yeah and he set the record right wow this guy though on the same night because this guy knew that he was going for the record the, the, the guy who held yeah, the rec- world record the, the original guy the original who held guy, the record yeah right so he had sent in a film with one of his associates so that, you know, to, to kind of trump old mate. Yep. Old mate, like, he, he just set the record in public playing on a thing. Yeah, great. And they go, put the videotape on, and it's a videotape of old mate busting over a million points. Yep. Or whatever, okay? Oh, no, no, we're going to accept that. This, and the other guys, you wouldn't accept my videotape, but you'll accept his. Yeah. So he, once again, gets kind of, like, delusion. His family, like, challenge this guy and do it for the Guinness World Records. Yep. Yep. So he challenged him. This bloke rocked up to the thing. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to play. I don't have to test myself. I know that my score was blah, blah, blah. And, and the new challenge is sitting there. And, he, and of course, he, you know, he was there in Florida for four days. Didn't get it, okay? But he didn't get to play this other guy. Yeah. Old mate would not play him in public, okay? okay? So they just went, oh, no, his video still stands, his score. That's right? bullshit, man. Anyway, without ruining it, spoiler alert, well, I'm going to ruin it, spoiler alert, gets to the end and you're like, oh, that's that's fucking sad. Like, old mate missed out. And you yep. see him having a bit of a cry, this guy, he's like, you know, this is just bullshit, it's, you know? Yes. And it gets to the end, in the credits, they go, but wait, there's more. 
Oh, here we go. This guy had another crack at it and took it out. So you know no the way. he is now the world champion at, at Kong, Donkey Kong. Oh, shit, yeah. So, and you sit there and you go, that's great, because like, it says follow-up a year later, this guy went and done it and he, he, he got it. So, Oh, great. Yeah, so really good. That's actually. awesome. At, at, at the end of the day, I watched it and went, that was a really good documentary. Yep. King of Kong, uh, check it out. It's on YouTube, hour and a half long, really good. And thanks to uh, Oz, Darren from Oz Comics and Killaroo for posting the link this week. So. That's cool. Because yeah. I, 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 I saw when it had come out... Originally, and I went, I would love to see that, but I've ne- never seen it somewhere where I could buy it on DVD. Watch it on YouTube if you get a chance. I'm sure you'll be able to uh, get yeah. a copy or, or torrent it somewhere else. <coughs> um, we'll, we'll, we'll put out the feelers uh, for that one, Ginge. Mm. Um, and just quickly before we wrap up, you and I both got to see it before it was taken down, the Ant-Man test footage. We did indeed. Holy shitballs. How good did it look? I never ranked Ant-Man as anything no. of a hero. And never. Like the cost- Not whatsoever. The costume in it looked really good. He had the mask on yeah. and everything else. Do a little bit of a Vader thing there, and he was brilliant. You could hear him kind of brilliant. But shit, that was things. it. Oh, oh, when he bro. runs up the barrel of the gun. Now, I'm, I'm sorry if, I'm, if we're teasing people who haven't had a chance to see it. Not our fault. We put a link up this week. So did so many places around the world. Mm-hmm. Disney stepped in, shut it down really quick. I have not been able to find another working link since then. I, I, I may have to talk to you offline about this. What did you Because I found someone else had downloaded it and uploaded it on their own website. Really? Yeah, but Disney will probably send a cease and desist. Well, they, they will. They will. It won't last. It's- and it looked amazing. Essentially, the the two guards are there in a hallway. Yep. They're not seeing anything. And then the camera zooms right into the air vent and you see Ant-Man do a Mickey flip out of the, air, the yep. vent onto the ground, run towards them, bamf, into normal size. Yep. And they pull out the guns to start shooting him. He, he shrinks boom, down. Straight down. And he's running along, along the, the top of his of barrel of yeah. his gun. Punches Just, old mate in the face. So, so he, must, uh, he must continue on that force. No, no, what do you think? Um, what's the, the, and Ant's got the, the strength of, of something, to, was it? Yeah. Um, times the size or something like yep. that. So he'd yep. have a lot of, even at, when he shrunk down, he'd have all that, that power behind him. So, But it was awesome. And then, yeah, he kind of beats him up and then steps back into the elevator. Yeah. And it just looked wicked. It, 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 it really opened my eyes to the possibilities that these powers now, could be really ask, cool Did you look at it film. and think, yeah, that could be Simon Pegg in the suit? I was thinking it, like, it wouldn't have been. Because it, it, it's test footage. I don't think it would have been. No. It would have been a stuntman. But because they were always rumored, because Edgar Wright's meant to be directing, yeah, they were always saying he had he was going to write it with Simon Pegg playing Hank Pym. Yeah, so could you see it in that costume? I, I thought it looked a bit too. too I'm, I don't want to pick on Peggy; he's a nice bloke and everything else, but it looked a bit too buff and fit. For he, he did, but you know, like Peggy got in, into a bit of a physical shape when he did Mission Impossible Three: Ghost Protocol. No, a four, four. Sorry. Ghost Protocol. Yeah. So you know, the the only time that I thought maybe it was him inside the suit is when he's standing there at the elevator and he looks around and then just pushes the button because yeah. that was kind of like a more that was Simon Pegg. It it, it yeah. looked like the way Simon Pegg would have held himself. You know that cool sort of. Anyway, if you do get a chance around. to track it down, if you can find it somewhere, yeah. do yourself a favor, watch it. If we uh, can find it, we'll put it on the Facebook. The page. leaked um, footage from uh, from the test footage from Ant Man. I don't know where it, like it looks like it was filmed not in a big cinema or anything. It looks like it was a you know in Hollywood where they what, in the what, studios have their own little test screen. Rooms. I'm, I'm not sure. Someone I think someone did say where it was 
where it was displayed. Oh, right. And I think it was, it, it, I don't think it was like a Comic Con or anything, but I think it was something else. Cool. Like South by Southwest, the, um, the film yep. festival that was on recently. Shout out to Claire, the Vixen Gamer. She's over in Boston at the moment. Yeah. For PAX uh, over there. Uh, good on you, Claire. And she's been posting her stuff on Facebook, photos from, uh, from PAX. She's going to be dressed Boston. as uh, Tomb Raider yep. in the bikini. And also uh, character Might be a little bit cold. Character out of Assassin's Creed as mm-hmm. well. She took that over with her. And uh, if you haven't done, done so, go along, check out The Vixen Gamer on Facebook and also yeah. her website. Uh, Claire, she's a lovely lady and uh, I tell you what, she's... Spoke to uh, her at the Brisbane Supernova. Brisbane Supernova. Hope to catch up with her sometime this year and maybe do a quick interview. But she's such a lovely person. Go and support her website and her Facebook page and uh, check out The Vixen Gamer. She did some awesome photo shoots as uh, Tomb Raider uh, with the, the bow and arrow and, yeah. and the blood. Yeah. It looked awesome. It looked yeah. very good, very good. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. Ginger, anything else before we wrap up for the night? Oh, I don't know, man. Um, Live long and prosper. How about something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Can you do that with your fingers? I can't. I've never been able to do What? You can't do that. I, I can't split them like that. I've, I've had busted fingers, broken fingers and that, and I, I just can't physically do that. Yeah. What's that, what's that called? That thing from Star Trek. What's the, it called? The, the Vulcan The Vulcan something. Thing. Yeah, I can't do it physically. Can't I was going to talk about a movie. And I I'm, I'm I, Mong. What movie was I going to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. Some movie that was coming out. I don't know. G.I. Joe. It's coming out this week. Is it? Yeah, G.I. Joe is out when people listening to, will be coming out when people listen to this okay. podcast. G.I. Joe Retaliation, I should say. Yeah. Do, you, do you notice that um, it seems like they're pushing it in a completely different direction to what the first one was? Yes. They're bringing on The Rock. They're bringing on Bruce Willis. They're, they're getting these names to sort of maybe is, push it. Which is only a good thing. Into a franchise direction, much like what uh, Fast and Furious are doing yeah. as well. It is a franchise. But, the, 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 well, after the first one, they were like, That's right. You know, is it Hasbro or Mattel? Uh, I think it is Hasbro. Hasbro. I, is Hasbro. I, after the first one, I don't think that they were that confident they were going to do a second one. Yeah, Mattel's not even around anymore, is it? I don't know. Did Mattel go broke? No, it's that's still Kenner. going. Kenner Toys went broke. That's yeah, right. Mattel's still going because that's Barbie, where I bought me hoverboard from. Hoverboard. What did I say? Hover. Oh. You sound like you sound like you're from North Queensland. Uh, there you go, folks. Thanks, Ginge, for tuning in. Now, where can people? Uh, find us on, on the nets. Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV, YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia, and at Geekspeak AU, Geekspeak AU at gmail.com. That's right. I think that's pretty much everything. It is. Now, uh, stay tuned on the Facebook page. We'll be uh, letting you know when we're airing in Adelaide, Sydney, and the New Zealand uh, stations. Yeah. Okay. And remember, C31 on Saturday nights, 10 p.m., Geekspeak Live. There you go. It's on there. We're, we're, it, yeah. You get to hear us and see us yeah, do a podcast. That's, that's, that's kind of scary. It's very scary. Thank you for joining me tonight, big fella. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Wake Cops on Pots and Pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. Make sure you tune in to Geekspeak Live next week, Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. Catch you then. Network. Network.